What is the No Spin News all about? You know that this is a fact-based analysis news program. You know that. We avoid speculation. We don't do conspiracies here. We don't do party politics here. We're not nonpartisan. That's wrong. Not that. Okay, we are advocates for a stronger America and a more just society. We don't believe in communism. We don't believe in socialism. We don't believe in nihilism. We don't believe in the progressive woke culture. We think it is un-American. We don't support that. So you should know what we are. And it would then crystallize what we do. Listen to the No Spin News. Subscribe to Bill O'Reilly's podcast feed wherever podcasts are available. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day, and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Problematics. Now, look, this is the biggest thing that's going on right now, so let's talk about it. The Nashville Shooter Manifesto has been released. Now, this is according to Steven Crowder. Um, who says that this is the manifesto that he has gotten from an unnamed source. And before I even get into this, because I'm, I, I, I really want to break this down, um, it's going to be up to conservative media personalities like Steven Crowder. Like, you can't call him a journalist, but he is doing an act of journalism here, okay? So it's up to conservative media um, to do occasional acts of journalism. This is what journalism is. So I'm going to listen to him uh, recite this, what he is claiming to be uh, this manifesto. Dark Abyss, Death Day, March 27th, 2023. Today is the day, yes. The day has finally come. I can't believe it's here. Don't know how I was able to get this far, but here I am. I'm a little nervous, but excited too. Been excited for these past two weeks. There were several times I could have been caught, especially back in the summer of 2021. None of that matters now. I'm almost an hour plus seven minutes away. Can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm ready. I hope my victims aren't. My only fear is if anything goes wrong, I'll do my best to prevent any of the sort. God, let me, God, let my wrath take over my anxiety. It might be 10 minutes tops. It might be three to seven. It's gonna go quick. I hope I have a high death count. Ready to die. Ha ha. Signed, Aiden. Next page. Audrey. Kill those kids. Three exclamation points. Those crackers. Going to private fancy schools with those fancy khakis. 
and sports backpacks with their M dash 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 daddies, Mustangs, and convertibles. Fuck you, little shits. I wish to shoot you weak ass dicks with your mop yellow hair. Wanna kill all you little crackers again. Bunch of little faggots with your white privileges. Fuck you, faggots. Not to unpack there. So, first of all, Let's get into this because I like to give my takes on things that, that you're probably not going to gonna hear anywhere else. And so first of all, so this is Audrey, Mitt, Audrey Hale. This was the shooter's name, a self-identified trans man. And trans man means this is a biological female who was transitioning to male. Now, we don't know. Uh, I don't know if this person was on testosterone. I don't know how, how many hormones, all of that stuff. But we do know that this person was, quote, unquote, trans man. OK, again, a biological female transitioning to male. The reason that I bring that up and the reason that I make that distinction is because you hear when Audrey Hale said all you little F words, you know, F you you know, F words, right? This is, you know, I'm doing this for the podcast. The podcast is clean. You know what she said? A, a, a slur for, for gay people. And what a lot of people don't want to talk about, what none of these other commentators is probably going to talk about, is how deeply homophobic and regressive um, this radical trans movement really is. These are people that hate homosexuals. All right? They hate gay people. All right? These trans people. A lot of them do. And so you hear a lot of homophobia um, in the language with which they use to describe people, particularly other gays and lesbians, because you have to understand, in the minds of Audrey Hale, this biological female that was transitioning to male, basically cosplaying as male, this person was a man that hates homosexuals and that will use a slur um, that is directed at homosexuals. And so I really want to break down sort of like how regressive and how homophobic the sort of like far left radical trans movement is. All right. Because not a lot of people kind of get that distinction. These are people that hate themselves because these people are primarily homosexuals, biologically homosexual. All right. This is a woman that chooses to live as a man that likely likes women. So instead of just being a lesbian, she doesn't want to be a lesbian. She hates gay people. She wants to be a man. And you know what a real man does? A real man hates those little faggots. That's what a real man does. And so these people not only hate homosexuals, okay? Audrey Hale hated white people. F all you crackers. We hate you crackers. This is what Audrey Hale was saying in this little manifesto. So now you have, and this is a far, far, far left person, okay? There's nobody that is some radical uh, right-wing extremist uh, that is also um, a trans person, okay? Not only does this person hate homosexuals, you know, as a lot of the far left uh, radical trans do, this person hates white people. And so now that Crowder has broken this story that the mainstream media does not even bother to, when a mass shooting comes around that does not fit the mainstream media's preferred narrative, and their preferred narrative is that this mass shooter is a 
uh, white, preferably a white male Republican. Because when the mass shooter is a white male Republican, then they can, oh God, they can blame MAGA, quote unquote MAGA extremists, Republican extremists, Trump extremists, uh, you know, like pro second amendment extremists. Oh, they can have a field day with that. But the reason that you didn't hear about this Nashville shooter again until now, and the reason that the mainstream media did not even bother to attempt to find this manifesto and report on this manifesto is because this was a mass shooting that did not align with their agenda. It did not align with their propaganda. And that is fundamentally what this is all about. And that is why, again, Say what you want about Steven Crowder. This person, he probably said some, you know, stuff about this person doesn't even know. I mean, this is a big dog. He doesn't, you know, know who I am. He's probably said some stuff about black people before. He probably said some stuff about gays before that would make a lot of people discredit this person, uh, which the mainstream media will generally now try to do. The next step in the mainstream media's arsenal is they're going to try to discredit Crowder. Now, if you are in this space, like if you're following somebody like me, obviously you know who Steven Crowder is. A lot of people still to this day probably don't, uh, particularly people who um, only get their information via the mainstream media. Like if you're a Rachel Maddow fan, you don't know who Steven Crowder is. But here's the thing, and this was going to happen, and this will probably have happened uh, by the time this episode is released is that Crowder is going to get what I call the hate machine treatment. And what the hate machine treatment is, is, you know, Elon Musk has gotten it. Candace Owens has gotten it. Ben Shapiro has gotten it. Charlie Kirk has gotten it. The the people who really, really, really have hit the target um, in mainstream media, they've gotten the hate machine treatment. And the hate machine treatment is this. We will likely be treated over the next five to seven days in Virtually every mainstream media outlet there is. We will be treated to a nonstop barrage of every pseudo controversy that has befallen Steven Crowder over the past five, seven, eight, 10, 12 years. Every time he said or done something vaguely racist or sexist or homophobic or transphobic or whatever. Because what the mainstream media cannot do is they can't ignore the, the facts. They can't ignore the truth. The only thing that the mainstream media outlets can do is say that we can't authenticate this stuff. And that means that you know that it's real. I don't believe that he would just lie about something. And I'm looking at screenshots. And if you're watching this on video, you have seen uh, the, the, the screenshots of the video, of, of the uh, notebook and all that. They can't delegitimize that. Because the average person is going to look at that and they're going to say, oh, this is likely real. That Steven Crowder is likely not lying to us. All right? But they can delegitimize Steven Crowder. They can make you think that he's racist, sexist, homophobic, transphobic, probably anti-Semitic. They'll probably find that as well. They'll, they'll find something that he said to, to smear it in that way. So all these little tricks of the trade will be used when they turn on the hate machine. And 
All right, let me, you know what? Let's talk about the hate machine. The hate machine is not just some people thinking that Steven Crowder is a bad dude. The hate machine is in which the system, as, as well, Andrew Tate calls it the matrix. Um, a lot of people, my buddy Jesse Kelly, calls it the system. When the system deems you a threat, because now Steven Crowder is doing journalism, okay? He's doing the journalism that these people cannot do. He's doing the journalism that these people are afraid to do because they only do journalism that benefits the system. And when you start operating outside of the system and you've already built your following and you built your wealth and you built your platform and all that other stuff, then the system really starts coming for you. And I think Crowder knows this is coming. And so the onslaught is what you have to be really, truly, truly insulated financially and all of these other stuff to, to, to take on. That means the YouTube starts getting demonetized. That means you start getting mainstream media stories about how whatever you are. And this is CNN, MSNBC. This is the mainstream media. They start coming for you. Then they start going for your advertisers, all right? Uh, then they start doing things to try to put you in jail, all right? This is what just happened to Russell Brand. And not to derail, I don't know what truth there is to the accusations of that Russell Brand is facing right now, but there are accusations, right? And so that's the treatment that Steven Crowder is going to be getting uh, over the next few days, weeks, months, because he is now a threat to the system because now he's not just this dude that is saying these things that you can't say, you know, you remember that show, like you can't say that on television, right? Uh, he's now not only somebody that's saying the things that you can't say on television, he is reporting the things that are not supposed to be reported. He is reporting that which must not be reported. And when you start reporting that which must not be reported, then you really become a target. And so we're going to be seeing a lot of this stuff coming for Crowder over here uh, in the next couple of days, weeks, months. And I think that Steven Crowder and his team and all the people that work with him, because the man's got a huge team, I think that he turned down some ridiculous deal from Daily Wire because he has built that audience up to be so much over the past decade plus that he's been doing this. He turned down some ridiculous deals. So when people start operating at that level, when they have that much that they have built, when they have that much wealth, when they have that much insulation from all of this other stuff, then it really, I think, starts becoming about, well, how do I get to the truth from here? And so he's doing this knowing full well what is about to happen to him. And I think that he's made peace with it. I think that he knows what's coming. He knows what's about to happen. He's prepared for it. He's got his... I had a conversation with the Congress, with somebody, with a member of Congress. And this member of Congress told me, and at the moment, I was mulling running for office. At the moment, I was very seriously thinking about it. And this person told me, before you make that move, 
you have your fortress strayed. You have your fortress built before you make that move. And I think Crowder has said that I've got my fortress, I've got my money, I've got my team, I've got my people, I've got the systems in place to protect me before I go here. So I'm going to go here. And we'll see what happens after that. And so I think that even outside of, you know, look, I can we can go all day and I can talk to you all day about, oh, the mainstream media doesn't want to report this. We all know why the mainstream media doesn't want to report this. It doesn't fit their narrative. We know that if this was a shooter that fit the demographic that they prefer their mass shooters to fit, uh, you know, we would have seen this manifesto months ago. And it would have been all over the media cycles and all this other stuff, right? So we know why it wasn't found. We know why it took Steven Crowder to report it. And now we know what's going to happen to him as a result of reporting this. Because now he was a target before, mind you. They've tried to demonetize him and deplatform and do all this stuff before. But now... Journalism is, in its essence, exposing what powerful people do not want exposed. That is journalism. And you can talk about who does it. You can talk about, you know, the the Washington Post and the New York Times people can turn their nose and say that if it's not from the Times or if it's not from the Post or whatever, it's not real journalism. And, you know, they can send the Democrats and their misinformation people out there to try to control what is journalism or what is isn't journalism anymore. Um, but they can't control it. Um, and like I said, by its essence, journalism is exposing what powerful people do not want to be exposed. And so I'm not big, like I'm not uh, enough of, I'm not a fan or not a fan of, of Steven Crowder. He's just somebody whose content I've never really consumed. I don't think one way or the other about him. Honestly, I feel this way about most other media personalities. I don't generally consume um, other media personalities, there's a very, very select few. And the, the select few that I consume uh, happen to be journalists. I would say I consume Megyn Kelly. I consume Glenn Greenwald. I consume um, the third on the list, Tucker Carlson. I consume Andrew Tate, uh, who is not a journalist, who is just somebody that has a lot of ideas that I think are interesting and that I think are are worthy of being considered. Um, so when I talk, when I bring it back to Stephen Crowder, um, I'm not saying that I don't consume his stuff from a hater standpoint, um, because I, I don't really, I don't really hate on anybody hating on other, other people and people that have done more or less where that's not my thing. I like his content has just never appealed to me, but now I look at him, I'm like, okay, this is somebody that's done actual journalism. And so now for me, um, as somebody that's never consumed his content before, I'm interested because I'm interested in in how much more journalism he's going to be doing. Because I think that the way all of this stuff is shifting right now is totally fascinating. Totally fascinating to me how this stuff is shifting. Because now it's not just the New York Times. People don't – there's a reason 
problematic. So there's a reason, folks, that people do not consume, uh, you know, these sources, the, the Washington Post or the New York Times or or uh, the legacy media outlets anymore. People do not trust them because they know that they are not reporting what powerful people don't want reported. Maybe they're reporting what powerful Republicans uh, don't want reported, but they're certainly not reporting uh, what powerful people on the left or, or what powerful Democrats don't want reported. So it seems to me that the, uh, oh, and James O'Keefe is another that I consume because he does actual journalism. It would seem to me uh, that Crowder has kind of just joined this club with this reporting. And I got to tell you, if you're going to launch yourself into being seen in that way after making the money and building the platform and doing all of that stuff over the past course of 10, 15 years, however long he's been doing this, man, what a way to start. All right, as always, thank you, Problematic, so much for joining me. You can download Can't Cancel Rob Smith on Apple Podcasts, iHeart Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget, you can always follow me on social media on Twitter, uh, now X, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Rob Smith Online.